0: Today, I want to share from a mother's open letter. We're going to be talking about the impact of this gender ideology on faith and freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, this is an excerpt or some of what I'm going to talk about throughout this program today, an excerpt from an open letter by a woman we're calling her Myrna. She is a clinical psychologist, and she's calling out the mental health therapist who tried to sterilize Myrna's 17-year-old daughter. Meanwhile, Christian counseling that we're defending across the country can heal the gender dysphoria, the gender confusion, the unwanted attractions that children, and even adults experience, and so many states or places are trying to or have banned those laws. We have been successful at the Court of Appeals in two decisions that ultimately struck down 23 total laws in three states, Florida, Georgia, and Alabama, but there are still 87 total laws that are outstanding around the country. That includes states and cities or locales, total of 87 different restrictions around the nation that say that counselors cannot provide and clients cannot receive any counsel to overcome to change unwanted same-sex attractions, behaviors, or gender confusion. Those are very dangerous Gender ideology laws that are harmful to children and they violate, obviously, the First Amendment rights of not only the counselors but certainly the clients.
1: You know, Matt, I'm so grateful we're able to defend these counselors who help these children that are struggling with these different issues to get to the root cause of what they're really struggling with. It's not they wake up and think, oh, I need to be a different gender, but there's something else, a root cause, maybe it's from abuse or something else, that has caused them to act out this way. So these counselors. Counselors are critical, and so many of these children are able to walk away after going through this counseling and say, I am so grateful. That I got to the bottom of what was really happening and didn't go the radical agenda the LGBT people are trying to push.
0: Well, Myrna, this is the clinical psychologist. This is the mother, and this is a name that we're giving her to keep her anonymous. And her 17 year old daughter, we're giving her the name of Joelle.
1: So the, the clinical psychologist took her daughter to a, a mental therapist. Health therapist? That's right. Okay. So
0: she's also trained, uh, The Myrna, the mother, she's a clinical psychologist. She takes her to a therapist because her daughter has some issues. Her daughter is 17 years of age. Her name is Joelle. In our language here, she was struggling. She had eating disorder, body dysphoria, and she had ADD. Her mother Myrna, a licensed clinical psychologist, thought she was doing the right thing by getting Joelle into therapy, but it turned out to be a nightmare. And this is what she talks about in her open letter. Within three 45-minute sessions, Joelle's therapist decided Joelle was, quote, transgendered, close quote, and told the girl she should immediately begin gender transition, complete with testosterone and mutilating surgery. Thank God Myrna caught wind of the therapist's plans. When Myrna asked why the therapist recommended such drastic measures, the therapist exclaimed, quote, he, not she, he has gender dysphoria, close quote. She has an eating disorder, body dysmorphia, and ADD, Myrna told the therapist, all of which seem to have some overlapping features with gender dysphoria. Why wouldn't you assess for and treat those before triggering any kind of medical intervention? Very common question. Why are you just skipping over what you clearly see as an eating disorder disorder, body dysmorphia and ADHD. Why are you just like bypassing that and now you want to call my daughter a he and you want to have my daughter take testosterone and then prepare for mutilating surgery? So Myrna says the therapist visibly cringed when she demanded to know the therapist's plans if this permanent chemical and surgical solution did not resolve Joel's body dysphoria. What are you going to do? She says, so what if her feelings... Uh, The mother asked, what if her feelings and symptoms of self-loathing, disassociation, anxiety, depression, and self-harm become exacerbated? Great question. Myrna asked the therapist. The therapist claimed that most people who transition are satisfied with their results and don't regret their decision.
1: Mm, Not according to studies.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and as a clinical psychologist herself, Myrna demanded the therapist provide, quote, peer-reviewed longitudinal studies That support, that affirming and facilitating social and medical gender transition produce happy, well-adjusted teens and young adults. Of course, the therapist was unable to produce a single study. Kaboom. She goes on to say, Myrna says, I believe that the medical fast-tracking of trans self-identifying children and young adults is a contemporary twist on American individualism taken to its point of absurdity. She goes on, we are now in a situation where corporate wolves are passing effortlessly as progressive sheep.
1: But you know what's sad, Matt, is many of parents are not trained as Myrna is, and they just believe what they're told by these therapists, and think, oh, okay, I got to go this route with my child who's dealing with these issues. She must be confused about her gender. I mean, this is the sad part, and that's, that's why right. they're being Well, that's pushed. how
0: Chloe in California exactly. was uh, duped, because her mom was told, if you don't do this, Your daughter's going to die. Right. Well, Myrna notes that even Planned Parenthood, perhaps seeing the writing on the wall that was confirmed recently with the Texas abortion ruling, may be hedging its bets by offering gender-affirming therapy. In other words, unable to continue killing as many babies for profit, the abortion giant now simply mutilates and sterilizes children and adults, not as a service, but as a profit center. Mm. Myrna goes on to say, institutions need... Uh, institutions' needs for staying relevant and projecting themselves into the future trump any fidelity to stated guiding principles. You know, that's true. What these mm-hmm. institutions are doing, they're trying to continue to bring the money in. So they changed, rather than having any guiding principles to do no harm.
1: And, you know, going back to Planned Parenthood, they now provide these these hormones so that these kids can go through this gender stuff.
0: Yeah, Myrna goes on to say a a parent's need to protect her child's mind and body trumps any and all political affiliations. Our wallets and our votes will speak for us. Mm -hmm. Well said. Myrna eventually, amazingly, took her daughter out of the United States— back to their ancestral land in the former Soviet Union to escape the LGBTQ trans propaganda that has permeated the U.S. culture, she said.
1: So they had to leave America, the free country, and go back to the Soviet Union to have freedom for her daughter. Yeah,
0: listen to Myrna's statement here. She said, no one is compelled to participate in a mass delusion that requires thought control and speech policing. Uh, They had more than enough of all that during their seven long decades in the Soviet rule. Uh, Joel L. uh, now was relieved to find that no one where she now lives uses preferred pronouns. Neither did anyone deny the reality that a woman cannot be a man. Myrna says that, quote, by removing Joel from a culture that would pathologize normal developmental struggles and push costly and irreversible medical treatments will enable and reinforce long-term remission of gender dysphoria and trans ideation from her life. Mm. Joelle feels increasingly safe at home, she says, and not only in a new city but in her own natural body with abundance, uh, Myrna says, of unconditional love, psychotherapy, solid psychiatric care, and some long overdue changes in her personal and social life. My daughter is coming into her own. She will not have to live out her life as a Franken
1: body. Praise God. And, you know, some, I mean, so many teens, they go through different issues, the hormonal changes and whatnot. They grow out of this stuff. But as long as it's being pushed in the schools and in society, they're jumping into this. And then they've got a, a, a therapist who is telling her she needs to be a boy.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. You know, since um, 2018, the Canadian government has banned all books and periodicals that run counter to pro-transitioning agenda. So they are censoring, just like what we saw in COVID. Mm -hmm. There is this effort to censor. These laws are efforts to censor counselors from providing life-saving counsel that they can change to under address to to address their underlying issues rather than push them down this very dangerous harmful road of thinking that they're born in the wrong body. Wow. I mean the science and the whole counseling has just gone mad. We're out there defending children, defending counselors and defending parents to protect their kids.
1: But remember back to your earlier point, it's an industry. It it's is a an industry. huge industry.
0: And we're fighting to protect children, parents, and common sense and free speech. For more information, visit Liberty Council's website, lc.org. That's lc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org.